Today's episode of Chatty Bros is sponsored by Radiance, which is a new collagen from a brand we already know and love here at the show, Brickhouse Nutrition. Here's the deal, bros and broads. As you age, your collagen levels fall as much as 30%. And we all know you need collagen to keep things tight. No fine lines, no wrinkles, no thinning hair, no brittle fingernails. That's why we absolutely love Radiance. It gives you five unique types of collagen in just one convenient powder. Simply add Radiance to your morning smoothie or coffee and see the difference fast. I like the vanilla flavor personally in my coffee. It has such a nice taste, but the benefits of the collagen are absolutely amazing. And you can get started with 15% off your first order plus free and fast shipping. Visit BrickHouseNutrition.com. Use promo code CHATTY. That's BrickHouseNutrition.com. Promo code CHATTY. BrickHouseNutrition.com. Promo code CHATTY. And welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Like fools. What is it? Falasi. What is it? Da da. Do re mi fa sol la ti do ti la so fa mi re do. Hey, beautiful. You had you were you never in choir, church boy? No. Oh no. Even I was in the church choir. You know, I wasn't a part of any choirs. Um, I liked bands, you know? What are so, you saying? I don't know what kind of choir. I mean, that's really cool. You were in choirs. I think it's really cool. My voice is my <laughs> instrument. <Evan. laughs> my voice is my weapon. My voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weapon of love. <laughs> I was going to do another warm up and you interrupted. <laughs> yeah, you, you have to do like the scale between like... All right, that all stuff. that stuff. Mm-hmm. I never did the warm ups. Really? No, but I I think it's because I never really learned how to do it right. I wish I remembered more of them. Choir. I, I if I'm being you honest with you, to be like do so do. I never when I was at when I was go doing the church stuff. I never was at a church that had a choir. I was never like when I think about even schools. Like I don't even remember there being a choir. I'm sure there was, but I just don't even remember it being a thing. Are it's like you know it was how, like a deep you know subculture. Some schools have like random things that were like really efficient. Like they are like not yeah. efficient. They were like that they take it really seriously. And yes. for whatever reason that program is extremely both our middle school and high school had like great pre- choir oh, programs. Like state like they would go on to um when I was in after I I wasn't I didn't take choir very seriously in high school, but my friends who like did the music theory enough to get into like the high level choir. Yeah. They went on to like world championship stuff and they were in high school they took trips to Italy with the whole school choir and they were like competing in like a a global high school choral competition. I just feel like it doesn't carry weight. You know, like when you're let's say you're in town and you're um you're seventeen and you meet some cute uh person and you're outside and you're like what are you guys here for and you're like outside but they're like cool and they're like choir competition it doesn't quite carry the weight yeah but then when they see like the whole chorus singing 
No, I don't powerful, think, I never dude. heard someone go like bullshit. I wasn't that into them, and then I saw them do choir, and, and then I, I knew listened I to their love. concert, and I was so moved. Now, if it was like Seeing I saw their band, pieces, yes, but something about the choir just doesn't carry a weight. Timeless pieces. I mean, do you know anyone who's still in choir? No. People who can who think it's fondly all, and dearly on their time in choir. <laughs> I know people who do love what they did for the choir community. What about those singers you work with? You think they were in choir? I don't know. Probably. Maybe. Most lead singers were not in choir, at least the ones that I work with. Maybe some of the backup singers were. I don't know. Like classical yeah. singers. Like church choirs, maybe. Yeah, maybe church choirs. But the classical th- singer... When I think about a church classical choir is singer. a lot more different than like technical choir stuff because church singing there's the like oh they're just having fun it's more like, like celebration as long as you're like pretty much there got it it's fine and if yeah everyone but like a real you, choir it's like you have your parts and it's specific you it's better like an orchestra, not you don't want to stand out it's an orchestra you need to be doing your part with everyone yeah yeah it's I exactly just, it's an orchestra it just doesn't carry the weight you know what I mean I just don't see anyone still doing I guess for me is it seems like almost like wood shop you're like oh okay well. If you become a carpenter and you make furniture and you sell it, cool. But choir kind of feels like wood shop. It's kind of like, do you then go do the thing or do you go, you know what I mean? But like, I don't hear about anyone like our age being like, oh yeah, I'm a full-time choir. These you know are your I mean? feelings on choir. You have such a negative take on choir. I don't have a negative take on choir. It's more for... like what's going on with choir. You know, like that. I'm really interested on in like what's <laughs> like last time I heard about choir, I was 18. Like I haven't heard much about choir since a decade ago. You know what I mean? Like what's, say it again. what's going on with choir? Because <laughs> I haven't heard anything in a long time. I haven't met anybody at like 32 being like, oh, what are you, what are you up to this weekend? Sir, I can't hang. I got choir. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it just doesn't. I feel like it's something if you do it when you're older, people lie about it. Like I have like a, a thing, like a thing I go to. Yeah, I got a date this weekend. You're going like, to the gym, and then you're like, you're going to choir, aren't you? You're going to and choir. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to choir. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the closest thing to a choir at this time is like maybe we sing, uh, we sing songs at Christmas and go door to door. Like that would be a thing that people do, I guess. A caroling caroling yeah caroling is like the closest thing to choir that's what's up with Dude, choir caroling honestly would be so it's so obnoxious it's so brutal it would be so imagine funny opening me. your door and you're just like kind of tired and you're like a oh what's up and then they're just like and you're like oh a bunch of drunk people this but like you you also imagine i don't they don't actually go door to door because once they start everyone like comes out and is like what the fuck is someone actually sleep shut up yeah yeah exactly or they come out to be like are they any good and they're like oh no and someone will be like commenting on us be like no they're not any good yeah close the door just turn back go back to whatever i feel imagine hitting door to door though right but it must have been you know that's why i think we're really desensitized so let me get a little bit more on the positive set of choir okay okay here's my here's my positive take on choir we used to like as a people when you think about the 40s, 50s, whatever, when choir, when, when uh, caroling seemed to be like hot, you know what I mean? When you watch the old movies, there's caroling, you know? It seemed to be hot, and yeah. Ca- it was a hot time for, for, for you know, carolers. And uh, <laughs> it's a hot time. So so carolers now aren't hot. And, and the reason is, is because we're desensitized. We don't have any more feelings. That's the thing. We're watching, we're watching TV nonstop. We're seeing Stranger Things 14, like everything. We don't, we don't, like back in the day, You'd open your door and be like, oh, 
what a beautiful expression of love. Sing me these songs. And then I'll, I'll hold my, my, my family in my arms and we'll, we'll, we'll cheers eggnog and say, what a beautiful experience that was. Now we're like, sorry, let me, let me take a break from Call of Duty because these, these losers are in front of my house singing. You know what I mean? Like it's, right. it's like, where's the, it's because we're desensitized. So I think that's what's going on with choir. I think that's choir would be killing it if we weren't so desensitized. Maybe what we need is more choir to become sensitized again. Choir to become sensitized? Maybe or maybe we need to be sensitized to choir. No, we need like, we need more of it. Maybe there's not enough of it. We need just more choir. More choir. Maybe that's what you're missing, and then you be then you're then you wouldn't be so desensitized. Oh, so if it's just more of it, no, but mm-hmm. if there's more of it, then I'll be more like it's like exposure therapy. Oh, uh, okay. So a- anyone who's in any sort of choir power, produce more choir, and we might have fall you, in love. Evan. What if we went to like the opera one night? See, no, no, no. Opera is totally different. Really? Yes. Opera is like a production. There's, it's art. It's built. It's like, for me, there's a story. There's a set. It's like a beautiful, what timeless What about when the choir art. comes out in the, in the opera? No, no. If there's a choir accompanying, I'm like, oh, there. Now there's respect. I love it. But if it's just a choir, I'm kind of feeling maybe after a minute or two, I'm kind of ready to go get a concession. That's fair. Maybe a popcorn. A choir needs a front man. I feel like a choir is a support act. Yeah. Yeah. It needs like, it's like, it's like if you, you know what to me, choir is like going to just see a drummer. You're like, okay, after first, you know, you're, pretty now, cool, you're, now you're like, all right, now I'm, it is what it is. Eight minutes. Now I need like, where's the, where's the lead? Where's the support? Where's the band? Where's the, you know, the, the lights and the effects, you know? I do know. Now, I'm not that. a huge musical person. Plays, down with plays. Opera, sure. Musical, not so Musicals much. are tough because if the musical's really good, then it's like you get like really sucked into it. Sure. But if it's not really good, it's really fucking boring. Where I feel like a play, it's like I'm watching a live action movie. I can kind of get behind it. I dig it. Musical's tough. Now, well, the music is a huge part of it too. Right. Now, what's next level? And the Jessica will, you know, tend to torture me with this. Is a musical listening to the soundtrack of a musical in your car. Mm. Now that is So do you not listen to Disney soundtracks in your car? Now I do for the love of my daughter. But it is. Are there any of them that you like particularly? Uh Maybe the first listen, and then after about seven to eight thousand times, I'm ready to just. You don't just find yourself. It, no, not anymore. We don't talk about Bruno. No, no, no. We don't talk about Bruno. No, I lose my mind. I mean, if I, but it was our wedding day. <laughs> Dude, I could. It's just like. But maybe it's because I. Yeah, I don't know. I'm desensitized. But a play, I feel bad, bad for, for you. Play. Okay, let me ask you this now that we're on this subject. Yeah. Because this has been coming up in my household recently as I found out that Ruth swears like a sailor if we're not around and grandparents are relaying this info to us. And I'm talking like the gambit. Mm. 
And when they asked her about it, they were like, Ruth, like you shouldn't talk like that. She was like, well, daddy talks like that all the time. Good point. And that made me feel bad because it was a good point. Great point. And then my mom and dad were talking to me about how I need to watch my language around the kids or like, you know, and I was like, okay, did you deal with this? And what did you do? This is an interesting question because I grew up with a kid mm -hmm. whose dad let him swear from the beginning. I remember us being seven and he's just like dropping every swear word on the planet. And the dad always just was like, well, he's going to do it anyway one day. Like whatever, just words. And it was interesting. I had never really like heard that before, but I definitely have had some friends that were like, I remember them swearing in front of their parents and being like, oh my, you just said fuck in front of your mom when you're 13. Like, and he, their mom's just like, no, no face. So like, but that's not how I was raised at all. It was very much like no swearing. Now, I don't. So, 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 I mean, we get busted. You know what I mean? I'll drop something and Jess will drop whatever. We'll be talking and she's in the corner. We don't even realize she's listening. And then she'll be like, what does that mean? And we're like, oh shit. Okay. My whole thing, my like general, it applies to my general They're rule. Always listening. Always listening. My general rule of like, parenting when it comes to bad stuff is all about the reaction if i react like don't say that now she's gonna want to say it right now it becomes interesting wait why did i get such a reaction out of you right but if i don't really react and i go you know it's just so like if she says a bad word whatever that means but if she says a swear word what i'll do is say amber um do you know what that word is she goes, no, I just heard this person said, or I heard you say it, or whatever. And I got to be honest with you, it's a it's a rude word. Like, it's not very nice, and it hurts people's feelings. And so, we, I, I shouldn't have said it. It was rude. And so, let's just not say it. She tends to calm down, and then be like, oh, okay, I don't want to be rude. You know what I mean? But if I go, don't say it, that's the F word, you know, now all of a sudden, it's like... But do you curse a lot in front of her? I try not to, just because I'm not trying to reinforce, like, I'm not trying to be a double standard, because you, there is this level of, like, why can't I say it if it's just a word? But Did you used to? But it is funny. Check this out. So, I was telling... So, Ember heard the word fuck. I, I don't know if it was in a song, heard someone saying it, whatever it is. You know, she heard it. And she was like, what is that? I'm like, that's kind of a rude word. I don't really say it. She looked at me like two days later. She goes, Dad, I want to say it so bad. <laughs> and I go, what? And she goes, the F word. I want to say it so bad. Because <laughs> Ember's like so sweet and genuine about like her desires that she'll just say it. Even today, she came out and she was like, you guys, I was singing a song and I said a swear word to herself, like by herself in her room. And she sang this song. It was just like, everybody, everybody have a good time. Everybody, everybody have a good time. And then she like dropped some swear word <laughs> out of nowhere. Like it wasn't even like a part. It didn't rhyme, nothing. And we're like, Amber. She's like, I know. I, I just, it just came out. I didn't know what to say. And I just want to, I just wanted to tell you that I said that. And we're like, it's all right. It's no problem. You know, it's so funny. She gets this like, I just, I don't know what came over. Everybody me. everywhere have a good time. Yeah. Everybody, everybody have a good time. Fuck. <laughs> and we're like, well, Amber, like that's like, <laughs> like she clearly just kind of felt like saying it to herself mm -hmm. but then she feels so guilty that she had to come tell us yeah and that's always interesting like inadvertently creating those because it's not like you did that it's just like the messages from the world to like make a little kid feel super guilty like racked with guilt well, that's what we're trying to get away from the guilt we're just like it's just a bad but it's just you a were, word you didn't have bad habits of swearing in front of your kids like you just didn't you don't have a you, didn't, you don't have a potty mouth um i don't i mean i'm a little bit aware i 
I'm, uh, I have my I have moments. a bit of a potty mouth. No, I totally get it. I have a potty mouth too, but like I definitely am just a little bit more aware. Uh, maybe because it was how I, ever, I was raised, really sensitive to it. So like I'm a little bit just more aware like when she's around. But if me and Jess are talking, when I get in trouble is when I'm not realizing how close she is. So if, if she's right there, but I haven't really paid attention how close she is and then I'm talking and I drop a couple words and then I'm looking and then she's looking at me and then I know it's been in her brain and it's like, okay, well, I do what I can. But... I am aware enough to be like, I'm not just completely letting it fly. But again, I'm, I was raised in like a conservative household. So like, yeah. it, it's not, you know what I mean? Like you probably weren't. So you're like, well, it's not really tracking. I mean, you. just because we didn't have like, you know, professed undying love and faith for God. <laughs> you, it was still a part we of your, you know, uh, my parents were still, I still had basic manners. <laughs> Well, you, didn't go, like you didn't heathens. go to Christian church, so you were probably like just I wasn't like lighting. Raised, you were probably just lighting. raised in a cave. You know <laughs> you what know, I mean? You were raised in you were raised in hell. No disrespect, to all the cavemen. Listening. Any cavemen? There's some guy out there. He's like, he's like, he survived. The, he survived the ice age. And he's <laughs> huge eyebrows, and he's just like, dude. Talking about you think, honestly, movies today are just sub bad movies today are so subpar compared to bad movies from the like 80s and early 90s. Because you just have me thinking of Encino Man. Oh, yeah. Where Brendan Fraser is a fucking caveman they defrost <laughs> and he's like alive in the valley and he's just like takes to the 80s like no problem. That movie's so fucking Unfrozen Caveman Lawyer. Remember that it's SNL so skit? bad good. You were SNL? No, yes, I remember. Unfrozen Caveman Lawyer? I don't know. That was a that. skit. Dave Hartman or, or Phil Hartman. They unthawed him from the ice. He he became he 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 came into people like he came into civilization, studied the studied law, passed the bar, and became a lawyer. <laughs> and he's just like, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I'm just a caveman. And he literally is a caveman in a suit. It's the oh. stupidest skit I have ever seen, but it's one of the funniest skits I've I'll ever seen. In my I life. love that shit. See, this is like bad good. Bad good. Our bad movies today are just straight bad. There's nothing good about them. Ugh. It's just bad movies. So anyway, where were we? Oh yeah, swearing in front of your swearing kids. Swearing in front of our kids. And don't we know there was um uh bachelor stuff. Little little show. Little show. Well, no, we're talking about we're talking oh, about swear, we're still talking you're, you're about saying, swearing? Well, no, <laughs> You were just getting well, going. You don't really have any. You don't. You you don't sound like you had like problems swearing in front of your kids. But you sound like you do. So let's get into that. Well, I do. I just I get excited. So I what, get excited. So and I get, get excited. And you start swearing. And then I start swearing. And um, right now it'll be like Becca will be like, oh, like stop swearing. Like, hey, like so let's Becca's not, aware. She'll be like, let's not swear in front of the kids. I'm like, oh fuck, you're right. <laughs> right, right, right. You know. Like, so oh, what shit. words? What words? Uh, is uh, everything. So she's fucked. We're just shit, used everything. to them like being like babies, like Frank. We're like, sure. full they don't even know idea. He can't really talk. So like, we'll just be talking and like, it'll the conversational, it'll just be totally normal. And then like, we'll get worked up because both Beck and I get worked up pretty easily. And then we'll be like, and then just like fucking right, 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 sending right, right. like, da, da, da. No, and but then what is, so how do, have you heard her drop it? In front I of have you? not heard Ruth curse, which means that she's aware you guys don't approve. And she's aware that like, what are grandma and grandpa going to do to me? And they were like, whoa, because they were like, she says, she was saying everything. <laughs> she was like, in there's her nothing room cuter than like a three year old swearing. Everything. 
we said we were at my uh, buddy's place and he was asking about swearing and he's like, yeah, like Felix hasn't really said the F word yet at all. And then, I mean, I don't really, I was just not really watching. We don't, we weren't really watching our language at all. He, he also curses a lot. Yeah. And we, me and him were hanging out in the backyard while the kids were playing together. Yep. And then they like, his son Felix like messed something up and Felix just goes, fuck. And we were like, how old is he? He's three. And we were like, <laughs> we were like, did, he, say did he just say that? Yeah, literally. And then he just goes, I fucked it. And we were like, <laughs> and then he was like laughing and he went and picked up the ball again. And he was, they were playing basketball. They were like shooting yeah. baskets. And we were like, like, both me and him just looked at each other and we were just quiet. We gave like no reaction, didn't acknowledge it at all. And then we just like slowly got up and like walked inside and then we were just dying. I would have died like, laughing. You know? Dang, I stubbed my toe. Yeah. And That's we were like, hilarious. did he really just say it? And then it was like, you know, we both witnessed his first expletive. That That's like when you, when they break the barrier, when kids break the barrier of like adult and kid. Like Ember the other day, she was just like, oh, what a nightmare. She said that. And it was just like, that's a that's a 25 year old set you know what i mean like so when they say a swear word or they say like comments like that because they're just they're just hearing you talk and right. so like i must have said oh that's a nightmare ruth used to just <sighs> declare she would just go i have an idea right because you would and be like, you'd go you... what is it and she just there's nothing there's following. nothing there <laughs> it was like she heard you say it yeah and she's like what's an idea just like she just go i have an idea <laughs> I love that stuff. The biggest letdown. You're like, what is it? Like, walks away. Like, okay, well, back it up. Mm -hmm. Um, would you got? Did something happen a couple weeks ago, a week ago with you? Like, I don't know. There's no news. I guess there's no news. I don't know. I can't really think of any major life events. Huh. Okay. Um, do you want to talk about maybe something you did recently that you like? Kind of like a year ago, where like I don't think I'll ever do it. All that stuff. Uh, I don't really. I, what, are you, what are we talking about here? What's going on, dude? You put a ring on it. I did put a ring on it. I did do that. You did do that, and I, I distinctly remember, like a year or so ago, you being like, "Stop talking about it, everyone. Why do we need to even get married? Well, so it's what's no going one's on business when I decide to do it. <laughs> that's, that's the, the that's thing. the thing. Got it. It's no one's. Now they can all celebrate. Everyone can be happy." For us, yeah, we let if they want. Now you have permission, <laughs> but no more of this. Like you know, I don't appreciate the like. Why don't you do this already? Got it's it. Like you don't know what's going on. So once the noise died down, that's when you did it because you felt like it waited was till up it to you. I waited till it wasn't relevant anymore, and now I'm making it relevant again. Got it. Yeah, it's all about attention. It's really all about the attention, the followers, the engagement. How'd you do it? I um. Well, I was going to do it before my friend's wedding. Okay. Because well, I was to, to once I decided that I was going to do it, I felt like a lot of pressure to just get it over with. Because I was like, what if I don't feel like doing this later? You were trying to do it before but their I just, wedding? I like, rescind it. Well, um... So like, oh, because you were, in a, we you were, were trying to upstage on, them? We were, no. Yeah, well, I didn't want it. <laughs> I didn't want it to be... So I didn't do it because I didn't want it to be fresh news. And you didn't want everyone at the wedding being like... And so it's kind of creating a exactly. weird dynamic. Which I is, didn't, that's sensitive. That's nice. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. I acknowledge. I I have feelings for other people. I acknowledge your acknowledgement. Thank of you. The situation. Thank you. <laughs> um. 
but yeah, no, I was like, oh, it's like, like that's taboo. And I was like, oh. what, what is ta- like, what can you, what can you do at someone else's wedding? Like, I was like, can you sing happy birthday to someone else yeah. at a wedding? During like, like when everyone's giving toast, be like, hey, I just want to take a moment to just let everyone it's know. It's Jerry's birthday. Jerry's birthday. Let's happy sing. Happy yeah. birthday. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Kevin got a promotion. Everyone give it up for him. Yeah. Just like, it's like, you can't bring up anything positive about anybody else at a wedding, no. you know? It's yeah, all got to be focused on them who are not even having a good time. They're in debt. Because they just spent tens of thousands spent of dollars. Way too much money on the wedding and they're, they're just exhausted. having white just having heat flashes thinking about everything else they could have done with the money they spent on their wedding. They just fought. Because they just fought. They fought like for the eighth time that day. <laughs> <laughs> but we just have, I mean, that's probably why you can't talk about anybody else, is because you just want to continue to have them be the center of attention because that's yes. like at least they're feeding off that. So what ha- what'd you do? For the proposal? Yeah. I cut out, um, with the kids, I made some construction. I cut out letters out of construction construction paper and spelled out, will you marry me? I hot glued, used the hot glue gun and glued it all into a piece of string and made like a banner. Mm-hmm. And I hung that over the breakfast table while she was sleeping and then picked some flowers from the backyard and displayed them on the table. And then I had the ring in that. And then I was going to have breakfast made before she got up. But Frank shit his pants and then I got distracted, <laughs> distracted cleaning uh, him up. And then when she got up, I was literally in the backyard chasing the kids around, trying to get them to come inside to like set up. And so she came out like solo got and it. saw it. But I got like fully derailed for like 40 minutes just dealing with the As kids. As they will do that. But I was trying to have like a whole breakfast. Yeah. And you were trying to have out. them on each of your shoulders and be like, Yeah, because for us, it's like, it's a family situation. Of course. It's more so like, a it's a big thing for us now. as a family. And it's like a big, and you know, like when we do eventually get married, it, like our family will be very involved. Sure. And that's something I think is really sweet is like, our kids will be very center, like centerpieces. You're not trying that. to make this not what it is. Which no, is, and I, th- I think it'd be fun to do it when they're old enough to understand what they're doing. Mm, so they have to memories. be like, this is what the what this is what us getting married is. Yeah, it's not going to take long. Like Ruth could Couple next years year she'll be four. Kinda, yeah, she'll have like a firm grasp on that, and be like, Frank, your job is to carry this ring From down the aisle there. and trust that he won't just like run the opposite direction with the ring or lose it or like stick it up his butt or like who knows dude you know knows what I mean? reason to at the time <laughs> exactly it's just like right now if i if i were to hand him something like gone frank is not who i would trust with important documents <laughs> you know what i mean you're not giving him a will yet <laughs> frank slams his head up and down on a sofa cushion just going booga, 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 yeah, booga. Right, right. and so he's just like why would i <laughs> put that thing in the tuxedo and hand him like <laughs> that thing this really important item and be like d- deliver this message frank here's a task can Listen, i give you guy. an alternative thought for sure you have the real one in your hand give him like a give him pop. some fake little wet little ring so that when he hands it to you you can kind of thank you and then you kind of swap it out for the real one you know you kind of create it's like it's a little slot of hand but yeah but it'd be so cute if he comes up with the real sure, one and you get his little like you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go on. Merry Christmas or yeah. whatever, you know. Happy birthday. You're right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're like, it's not your birthday. <laughs> Becca will be a bridezilla. Yeah? 1,000, dude. Are you, run for you your... You know her. Like, run... she, 
<laughs> it's not my place to say dude it. we were at my friend's wedding and like a couple things were going wrong just like just didn't food caterer canceled on like this thing or like they're the dj but bro, this was like beyond offensive to me my friend's after party at their wedding yes the dj they went up to and were like hey i want to listen to this song they're the fucking bride and groom who hired him and he was like no mm, he's a rock star it wasn't even he's like, like his there like, original m&ms in my it was room. just like dude just put on it's a song <clears throat> request by the people who hired you he's like that doesn't work with for their art. wedding I'm spinning vinyl and i was talking to beck about it and i was like i don't even want to imagine how what you would happen? like how what your reaction would be if like that put you got that kind of pushback from like the dj dude at Hell your wedding hath no fury or for real for your life or for real i would do, i would be like this is tight you'd be like the guy goes <laughs> no and you just lean over to the guy and go run yeah just run you get five second head start <laughs> hold her back but i can only hold her back for so long i'm gonna kill you <laughs> i can only hold her back for so long she's fucking dead dude run for your life <laughs> Um, and then, so you guys are going to get married and Lib, 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 you are going to get married and then you are going to live inside of a Cobb house. Oh, the Fort Becca's building. Now, what is a Cobb house? Is that some sort of kind of the Alamo 1200s kind of clay? <laughs> like what, what are we dealing with? Here? Cobb struck a Cobb house is it like, sounds like Disneyland. Well, it's basically like it's Adobe, like an Adobe house. Desert is, Adobe is like the bricks are cob. It's just a mix of like you know mud and and hay. Okay. But the difference, like an Adobe house, they stack bricks and like stack them. They pre-make the bricks and then stack them on like you know a home like a mortar of some kind. A cob house would be like you're not doing the bricks. You're just taking a handful of the mud. And just slapping oh. it down, and then another one, and another one, and you smooth it into the wall. And so you, you guys just build are it gone up like that. for a long time doing this. Like Becca's gone for like two weeks or something. You're gone for a week. So what are you guys she's building on a, a home day? So the workshop she's on is like, that's like, a long time. You go with a group of people. Someone hires these like these these like experts to come out, and the experts host a workshop on their property where the goal is to build a complete structure in that two week period. But to do that, you need like 25 people working right, like right, right. 10 hour days doing this. Wow. And, but in that you get like a really firm understanding of like how you do this. Because you guys are looking to move to a cob house one day that you're going to be building. Uh, we, well, we both have always loved the idea of like building our own house sure. in some way. And like a cobway is just a really simple like anyone could do it. It's just ridiculously time consuming. But you have to like build a structure. The, mm-hmm. the cob goes on, right? But a big, a big <laughs> one was, you know, her grandfather who's, who's, um, passed away. Well, her yeah. grandfather. Yeah. 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 Uh, he hand built his house up in, um, Shaver Lake. Oh, shout out to Shaver Lake. Yeah. And it was burned. It burned down hey. in the fire. And, um, I mean, she's always been really inspired by the fact that like he built the whole thing. Right. By himself? Yeah. Not with like... a handmade, hand-built house. It was like beautiful. And she has like crazy, crazy memories growing up there, like going there. And like she's always been into the idea of doing it. But the cool thing about Cobb is it's fireproof. Oh. Because it's just mud. It's mud. You can't light mud on fire. Exactly. And it's like you, you do this like foundation where you stack like 
different si- like rocks and mix like mud into them like you dig that down into like an actual foundation under okay. under like this the base the ground the ground level do like six feet of that and then it's a monolithic structure so it's one piece of material the whole thing is just one connected so are you guys going to build like a vacation home they're like the most earthquake resilient so is this like a vacation home is this the real home or is this like knowledge from maybe 10 years later kind of thing i'm not sure i mean it might take a long time but like i mean both of us have talked a lot about like what do we want in 10 15 years down the road like what do we want to be doing where do we want to be and both of us are pretty like kind of want to like retreat away not be so full time um, I don't know about full time, but like, have at least a place to go. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Like, dude, I don't like being around tons and tons of people. Right. Like, I really like Montana. If Montana had surf, I would be like My incredible. Dad mostly lives in Montana. Like, I've heard Alaska has some cool surf. I'd be like, that's some cold surf. You got to wear that's the, like you stuff, wear the yeah, crazy. But so that's why we've also flirted with like, oh, it'd be really fun to like move, you know, like to Mexico. Sure. Like move down to Oaxaca or something. Yeah. And just I like. I totally see you guys doing that. Like it'd be so, I mean, yeah, it'd be amazing. Yeah. And so I'm like, you know, those are like, that is something to work towards. And it'd be cool if we did it. And it was like this other project associated, like, like yeah. a milestone thing that we want to do with our lives of like, I would love to be able to have a period of time where I do nothing but focus on building a home. That'd be really cool. It'd be real, Give right? me like a year. Be like, I got this whole year. I'm going to build a house. And I just feel like that's <clears throat> something where like until, you know, like in, in terms of like a longer, like historical perspective, like we're the people who like aren't doing this. Right. And I do think like, I don't know, feeling like existential or just like, what's, what do I feel like real connection or like resonance with of like things that we're making that feel so temporary, like building a structure for like your family feels like something like you, I don't know. I just want to do that. It's like, be like human, very rewarding. Very human. Yeah. It's like taking care of animals, not like a pet, like a farm animal. Right. Where suddenly you just realize like, oh, holy shit. Like our relationship to chickens is wild. Yeah. Like when people are obsessive about their chickens, when they start raising them, I think there's something in our brain that's like, no, like this is food, dude. Like this animal gives you breakfast every day with eggs and stuff yeah you take care of it it gives you an egg you know Crazy. like and then when you're tired of that you can just eat it right like livestock like the relationship we have to animals desensitized just like caroling well yeah but like also like i mean <laughs> riding a horse if someone gets fortunate to ride a horse like yeah. it's a wild feeling that comes in i think it's like some it's like thing that we've just developed over time to yeah. be like oh this feels right like spending like why people want to like get out in nature or like sure. it's good for you like we're supposed to we're not supposed to be living this is me getting like crazy heavy we're out there now yeah, yeah. but like i mean we're not <clears throat> supposed to live I agree. in my mind like you're supposed to make there's a reason we need to make time for ourselves to go and be, be isolated and away from all this sick well can i come to your cob house one day yeah is it going to be a big fort? cob mansion can you start make a cob small, house really you big? You start small and then you expand. It'll be like Tatooine, dude. Oh, I was, was going to say. Very I, Star wars I remember seeing a while back like a cob house and I was like, it reminded me of like Lord of the Rings, like hobbit houses. Mm-hmm. It's like cob houses that are covered in grass. See, I'm much more into that, like dig into the side of like a, a hill. A hill or something. It'd be so sick. 
Dude, an actual Hobbit home would be just think Bilbo Baggins' actual home, like the set. Incredible. How cool would it be if it was, and then you had a golf course on top of it? So you were chipping off your roof. What if like your the, your roof was like the green? And you were just like, Very your sloping. front door was like the backside is like, it was, you know, it was OB. OB. <laughs> wow, broads. Um, we blacked out there for a second. You know what? I shot mid And mid-80s. I feel like we are completely off the rails. I shot mid-80s we, you guys, on a par 68 the <clears throat> other day. I feel like we're not podcasting anymore. We are literally just like having a conversation. We're like, hanging out. Yo, for real though. Our podcast is a hangout. For real though, you guys. This is zero. This conversation, even just more specifically than anything, has felt the most like there was. I forgot we were. I for completely <laughs> forgot we were on camera. Like that's for real. I just like came to and I was like, oh, we're like we're actually like doing something right now. <laughs> Chaos. This is an actually actually this episode. The title is going to be about the Bachelor, which is hilarious to me. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, fast forward to. Well, like 40 minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, you guys have a good week. <laughs> Which we're actually, dude, we were talking. We were talking on the way here. Yeah. We're excited to get to it. Let's get to it. Okay. Okay, I guess we're there. All um, right. We're here. Let me get a couple beers for us. On this. Okay. This, is, this is round two. A couple of beers coming um, at you. Wait. Dude, I was thinking about the, our last one where we were going... Bum, 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 bum. Oh, dude, that killed me. I was laughing so hard. Oh, man. We normally record these at night. Um, I don't know how you guys are. Some people are morning people. Some people... I was reading this like motivational quote the other day, and it was like, get your most important tasks done in the morning. And I was like, to be honest with you, I'm kind of dead in the morning. Like, my brain's kind of mush in the morning. I'm not on it in the morning. Like, once it hits 10, I'm on it. But, like, I'm that person. 8 a.m., I'm kind of like, huh? I'm pretty damn productive to, like, 2, two o'clock. Got it. My my sweet spot's, like, 11 to 4. It's like I'm about, like, 8.15. But if I'm up at 8 and someone starts talking to me about work, I'm like, can we just, like, chill? Let's talk about, let's get some coffee. Let's just vibe for a second. Let's go outside. Let's feel the sun. Like, I'm very much, like, not ready to talk work until, like, 8.39. Between, like, 6 and 8, I'm very chill. And then when, like, 8 rolls around, I'm like, all right, come on, guys, what are we doing? Right, right. Let's get well, to it. what are we doing? We're talking about The Bachelorette. We're talking about The Bachelorette. We're talking. Step into We're my talking office. about episode two. And we got... We got drama on our hands. We, we got do opinions. Have some drama. We got some vibes. Where do we want to start first? Mm, I want to, let's start positive. I love that. Let's start positive. I want to start positive. I like that. I want to talk about Nate. <sighs> Great guy. What a guy. Pretty much. I mean, just a 10 out of 10. I really hope we're not being set up to have our hearts broken. Yeah. Because in this episode, start to finish, the man is a closer for my heart. Genuine, kind, everything. Because even when it'll overlap with something we will eventually talk about, but his his comments to Chris were like Yep. Wow. 
And then, and so like casual about it too. Me and Jess were talking about this. It was like he wrote them down before he said them. Like it, it was, was like, the, yeah. Like the, what he said was like, if I would have worked at it for like 15 minutes, mm-hmm. 20 minutes and been like, what do I actually want to say here? And it sounded supernatural. Yeah. Like it just flowed. He was like, you know what I mean? Like this is like, this is something that like really like you could like really bring a woman down with that kind of like that perspective on things. And what I liked about it was it was different from the other two critical comments. So we had Logan and Quincy Mm -hmm. being more offended by the way he was saying it. To them, being they were like, "You're talking down to me. You're making me feel stupid." And right he now. And, and and Nate went above both of that and went, "It's not about how you're saying it. Yeah, it's about what you're actually saying." Yeah, and like, and this you need process. to change because it's actually toxic and it's actually rude to the women. Yeah, which n- no one had taken into account yet. It was like that's rude the way you're well, saying he it. He was you know like, what I mean? <gasps> "Oh my god!" Okay, so Grayson just spilled an entire beer on his lap. And if you guys know anything about Grayston in this room, that's beer number seven. That's beer number seven, roughly, either on the couch or on himself. <laughs> the pants are off. He's in his underwear now. <laughs> or no, you're in your biker sh- bike shorts? What is that? My new underwears from their New Balance compression. They're boxers. great. Fantastic. I really like them, dude. I want to size up. I realized I might have been buying my underwear too small. Or at least, not like I had been doing this my whole life. Just this one pair of compression boxers I got. I was like, I think these are too small. Give me the nasty. <laughs> Give me the, this gross. This, by the way, anyone, by the way, by the way, this blanket has become Grayston's beer blanket. If anyone gets the opportunity to sleep over in Evan's garage and he offers you a blanket, <laughs> don't pink. take the pink one. It's eighty percent beer at this point. All right. All right, much better. <laughs> you know what's crazy? This episode, the beer spilled, and I was I was watching this like the stream of it beer come so out. Like, it literally, I was watching it. Going, I need to see the replay. I want to see the replay. If someone could see, it's just landed sideways in my lap. I was, it was watching just it, dumping. dump. It was anyway, bad. Uh, yeah, Nate took a different back take, to Nate, which yeah. I thought was really cool. Yeah, it was fantastic. It was like whoa. And then when you go to his like one-on-one, he just drops the, I was like, of course you're a dad. Of course you have a baby girl. You're way too compassionate. It was so tight. And I was just immediately, I was like, this might be, this so far is like the most I've liked a contestant of the guys. I agree entirely. So I'm really, really, really hoping he doesn't screw it all up. Really hoping there's not some dark secret that comes out. Yeah. Some like, weird, oh, like, please by don't the be way, I forgot to tell you this, but whatever thing. Yeah. Because that's what they do. That is what tends to happen. They love to go, oh, you like this guy? I'll show you. Yeah. Or you don't like this guy? We'll show you. Yeah. So we, we hope and pray that Nate, there are no skeletons. Now, something I think that was tragic. Yes. Jordan, personally. Okay. I I just feel, well, A, I think, okay, less tragic. Do you think Jordan will touch sand? <laughs> I love that. I Do you think he's going to touch fucking sand? fucking love that term. I think he should touch sand. Hmm. I mean, he got done. He didn't necessarily get done dirty because I understand where she's coming from of like, 
it was true. It's like th- he came in so hot and then her yeah. expectations were so high. And I, and then she was just like, actually, no. And there's no point keeping him around. It's like super fair, all super fair. But the whole time she's like, but he's great. Jordan but, will absolutely touch that. That's what I'm saying. Like, no question. Imagine. No question. And what I think was, what I think was in like, normally what I thought was interesting about this round of one-on-ones was the girls went with who was actually most interesting, who they thought they had the strongest connection with first. They took on the one-on-ones. I feel like in past seasons, they'll take people like they didn't like that. They were like, I'm kind of interested in you, but like, I know I have a strong connection with him. I know I have a strong connection with her or something. And then they'll be like, but this person, I was like, it felt really good. I'm interested to see what there is, but like, I don't really know how this is going to go. And they're like really cuspy with him. They, she was like feeling really good about him to begin with. And it was like, I want to chase that feeling. And then she was like, actually, I'm not really into that. Mm. And I feel like if it had been any previous season, they, he probably wouldn't have gotten another one-on-one to like three weeks in. Right. And their relationship would have progressed to a point where like, maybe there would be something there. That's what I was, that's why I just couldn't help but think. Well, I think that's why the one-on-one can be a curse or a blessing Mm -hmm. because it forces people to have to make a really tough decision. And And it forces the person to say, how seriously do I take this person? Right? Some people are, they grow on you. Right? Some people you hang out with and at first, you're like, it's fine. And then five hangs later, you're like, I really like this person. Because you saw them in different situations. You saw how they acted. You saw the whole conversations. You saw how they handled conflict. And then you're like, whoa, you're amazing. Some people aren't amazing on one date. And then like, you know what I mean? Some people, that's their sweet spot. It's all blow your mind in one date. Some people are like, no, I kind of got to see you in the friend group for a year. I feel like Jordan, it was a curse for him. Nate kind of th- seemed to thrive. I felt like Jordan was a little, he was super nice and great, but he was a little tight. He was a little reserved or like he perfectly executed everything and he was perfect, but I and do he feel got like a great at it. Great at it. He was amazing, but I do just feel like maybe his sweet spot is the grow. And Rachel felt a pressure mm-hmm. to be like, I need to be like super serious about this guy. Yeah. You know? It's like the best thing and the worst thing. It seems like. And I was thinking about this the other day, too, because I, I do feel like a lot of people say that, like, the first date is super, it's, like, amazing, and usually people who get the first date go a long way. But then I was having the second thought, and I go, maybe it's actually, maybe the first date is actually the bachelor and bachelorette's thoughts on someone they're not 100% sure about. And they're going, I have a good feeling about this person, but I need to really figure out if I like them or not and rule them out if they're not. As opposed to, let me take on a date that I'm someone I'm... Like, it seems like they're going to save the people they're totally sure about. Mm-hmm. Going like, okay, they're in my top three. There's no question. I'll save that's them for later. Saying. But the people that I'm kind of like, I'm vibing on you, but I'm also kind of 100% sure that's the first date because I got to go figure out if we're going to continue on. But that's what I'm saying. But that's not what happened on this one. Right. And that's what I was like, man, like any other season, this dude would have been just in here for a long time. Yeah. But he may have been spared. He may have been spared from this season because I do. I am very confident that our guy is going to touch sand. His toes will be. I think his toes will be dusty from all that sand, dude. 
personally. That's my that's what that's the silver lining I'm gonna walk away with because we'd really liked I mean last episode we were like Jordan's date we were both super impressed with. Yeah. And you just got your toes done, so you know exactly what's going on. I'm also impressed with this one-on-one zero gravity makeout sesh. Unbelievable. Sultry. So hot. It was really I was actually like, well, how do you do this? Like they had this sick Boeing plane that I was, was just that. It, it must it just doing? drop. It must just drop. It just drop. And they just, they just, just go, go, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna go free fall for 10 Bro, seconds. Oh my god. Imagine if you had windows and you realized you were just fucking free falling in the plane. <laughs> and you were like and you're just this. <gasps> Instead, they're like in a fully enclosed padded can, but it's just hurtling through the fucking sky. Towards the ground. Hell no. If that's how zero gravity is cra- I don't want it. I don't want it. What if I'm the in. engines didn't start up? I'm so down. No, fuck no. I don't think they cut the engines. Dude, they talking, just probably stopped gunning We're going to segue to a different thing right now. Did you see the new Jackass? I watched about 10 minutes of it and got so bored. There's one that you have to see where they but take... But you got to admit, it was lame. They take this dude's dad. This was the best joke in the whole thing. It's in four and a half, but they take this dude's dad. He's terrified of heights. They take him up skydiving. And they decide, and he's freaking out the whole fucking time that he's just going skydiving. They decide to play a prank with him where the pilot, something goes wrong, one of the engine cuts out and the pilot abandons the plane <laughs> and leaves the, pla- the plane, see that. Leaves the plane to free fall. And they have to jump out of the fucking plane as it's falling through the air with no one driving it. And the dude is, he's fully lost it and they have him full all of it mic'd up and he's falling through the sky and he's screaming for jesus and he's screaming and he's like counting he's literally counting his blessings he's like writing them off and he's like i'm gonna die i'm gonna die and he's like screaming going it's hysterical because it's like an insanely pure moment yeah but that would be me if they if that would be me in that moment i am i don't like that at all i don't like being on a plane i don't like being on bridges Bridges scare me more That's than planes. That's not my thing, Bridges dude. scare me more than planes. Planes, I just That like, bridge out of Long Beach, by the way? Ah, no, 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 no. Sketchy. The one over San Pedro? <sighs> dude, I was... <sighs> when we were driving, when we were driving around Sonoma, I literally was like, I thought I was going to have a panic attack. There's a lot of bridges over, over there? Bridge. Dude, I was just like, I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like the feeling of helplessness if like a huge massive gust of wind just came and rattled that bridge and the whole thing just collapsed and I just free fell to my death (laughs) on a bridge. It's not my jam. I don't like it. Same thing with the plane. Except in the plane, I feel like the exit door gives me some agency. See, for me, I just kind of relinquish control. I go, if we go down, we go down, baby. Mm, I don't like that feeling at all. I just, I just, I have this moment where I'm looking and I feel a little bit twinge of anxiety and I just go, what am I going to do? We're here. Where are you then, Mr. Buddha? No, there's something. Good for you and all your peace. There's something about planes where I, I just almost just go, what what can you do? Versus a, a bridge is way scarier to me because I'm actually in control. So there's this level of like, oh my God, something could go happen. In a plane, it's almost, it's so out of your hands that you're just like, here we go. I also have, I feel like, do you have p- like positive memories of being on planes as a kid? Oh yeah. It was always like fun. Like, oh, we're going somewhere exactly. exciting, you know? Yeah. I remember sleeping underneath the seats, like on the floor underneath that. Planes have an air of something exciting's gonna happen when we land this you know what i mean do you remember when planes gave you like packs of trading of, pl- of playing cards trading and the, cards and the blankets the were really nice metal wings metal wings be like hey kid here you go you're like, dude, these are sick sick 
the the the, the, uh, um, the flight attendants would just be like, hook you up with anything you want. They'd be like, oh, you look cute. Here's like this and blankets yeah. and this and food and drinks and the whole family gets it. Now they're like, now that's a hundred dollars. Chaos. <laughs> yeah, dude, it is true. They charge you for everything. It's like fourteen dollars for these headphones that sound like shit. And you're like, okay. Yeah, anyway. I don't understand why you can't Bluetooth connect to the to the touch screen. They're like, sorry, there's no. My big thing. This just happened to me the other day. I was flying. Sorry, sure. There's no outlets. I was like, They're how always, do you not have ability to charge a laptop? Like, whatever what is happening. Whenever a plane gets upgraded, it's immediately outdated as well. Yes. Like when you get on a new model plane, they're like, you can now plug your own headphones into this. And you're like, bro, everyone has AirPods. You're like, what? Everyone has a Bluetooth. Every, no one has, everyone's wireless. And they're yeah. like, you can now charge it with a USB. And you're like, no one uses that anymore. No one even has It's that. all about the lightning cable, dude. All that stuff. Okay, back to Jordan. He's gone. Bummer. Shocking. It's sad. I didn't think he'd be gone. I didn't, I don't know if he'd I be the front really, runner, That one blindsided me. And now we're going to segue... Someone I honestly can't believe is still there. I don't know why they're still there. Yeah. I don't know what this guy's deal is. He must exude like some scent where they're just like, oh God, like meatball. Because I don't understand. They <laughs> even called yes. him. They gave him the rose calling him meatball. Ballhead. 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 <laughs> <laughs> fucking <laughs> giving himself a sauce bath i was like what is this like, what does he have we... chicken pox i just because isn't that what they do you do you do like a bath of like something like i that just can't i cannot everyone i gave everyone in my group of friends that i grew up with who had nicknames hated their nicknames mm. none of them liked it they all had really right. fucked up nicknames it's like because they said don't call me that anymore now everyone calls them that. everyone called them that so ballhead Slash meatball. Well, dude, and he's like, what's a meatball if it's not covered in sauce? And, and then he just dumps pasta sauce all over him. So I was just like, this is absolutely disgusting. And then they gave him the, then she was like, meatball. Like he's, I was like, are you serious? Like you're actually romantically interested in this fucking idiot? I think he's entertaining. Sorry. Well, I think he's entertaining. I think enough. that Wait, he's. I, I'm sorry. I don't mean to be so. I don't mean to be so negative, you guys. I'm just like that's no. Not my, that's not my man. My thought about Ballhead is that there's oh, 375,000 guys there, okay, and he's entertaining. I don't think he's going to go far. I don't think they even like him that much. I think he's fun. He's a good hang. He's kind of a party. He does silly shit, and then I think he'll go home and at some point. But like, I think he's one of those guys where it's like he's fun. He's chill. They probably don't really like him that much but they're also not like get out of here i think he's a fixture no and he honestly like we'll be we'll be we're gonna i'm gonna keep bringing the magician up what's his name again i'm really bummed i can't remember his Hold name on. right now Roby. rory roby roby yeah my inclination would have been to keep the magician around for house entertainment but it probably would have been like probably by week three they probably would have been like stop doing magic tricks side note you ready for this? Yeah, go. At a birthday hangout the other night. Okay. Restaurant. We had like a little corner. Awesome hang. Out of nowhere, one of the guys goes, oh, yeah, I'm a magician. He's one of like a major guy at, at, uh, Magic Castle. Magic Castle. Performs magic for us. Blows our minds for 30 minutes. At some point we start talking. He knows Roby. 
He's like, oh yeah, totally no Roby. He's going on the show. Let's get Roby on. Let's get fucking Roby on to do magic for us. I like this idea. And let's talk about Roby's magic. We're not going to talk about, we'll talk about the Bachelor for like, we'll pretty much be like Roby was on the Bachelor, but for not, we want to, we want to talk about the magic. Let me see if I can get the number to the number to the number. You know what I mean? Oh my God. I didn't even think about that. We should, we should get Roby on. And we should have Jess and Becca on for that one. Yes. Because who doesn't want like a magic show? And the kids. Imagine if we had all the kids in. Dude, you think our kids are going to be watching Just long enough? Just for the magic portion. They're going to, they don't even know what's going to go. Like, your our kids, kids are, are actually, three years old. You think they're going to track with no, like the happen. ace of hearts was actually in your back pocket? They're no, going to be like, what are you talking happen. about? Um, for real, for real, this is what would happen is he'd be like, I'm going to do some magic for you right now. And Ruth would be like, okay. And then he would do something and she'd be like, Elsa can shoot ice out of her hands. Exactly. <laughs> it would be like dead serious. Like, like, yeah, I know magic is real, but like, can you do like real magic? Like, can you like, can you do real magic for me? Like, where's your ice horse? She would just be like, that's real magic. What you're doing is like kid shit. Dude, when Ember went to Harry Potter land at Universal and they chose her to be a wizard. Oh my God. How did she get honestly like of all the it's kids crazy. of course it's she got Ember. chosen right you saw the video back in the day when she it, it went, check this out check this out she still thinks she's a full blown wizard <laughs> and and that's not a joke a Jess has Jess has done some awesome things she's left some notes around the house like rolled up with like a twine that says like I have an important message for a wizard da, da, da. at Ruth's birthday when. Elsa came out when yeah. Elsa and Anna came out. Yeah. And Ember was like, Ember was just like scrutinizing them. And she was like, she was just at a distance and she was just staring at them. She's at the age now where she's like, give me a break. And I was like, Ember, like, what's going on? And she was like, oh, she was talking to you. She was like, what the? I don't think that's them. Yeah. She was like, is that really, is that really them? See, because three years old is like, you're just obviously they believe you. Well, Six, it like, was also, I felt bad because the Anna, she wasn't asking about the Anna. The Anna was pretty convincing. Yeah. The Elsa was less convincing. <laughs> was less convincing. The Elsa <laughs> was really less convincing. Past like the age of three, it was less convincing. You're like, wait a second. <laughs> Becca's mom too. Apologies to anyone who heard this. Becca's mom killed it at that party. Yeah. And the Anna went to use the bathroom and Becca's mom is like, oh, I'm going to follow her into the house and make sure she doesn't steal anything. <laughs> Has she had trouble? She had a story, yeah. She does have a story. Okay, so she has where there was a Disney character at her house stealing her goods? Her friend's daughters. Okay. Her friend's daughter was at a bachelorette party. Okay. Where someone hired male, a male stripper. And a stripper came and, and stole like, hey, stuff? Like, what room can I go in and change it? And they were like, oh, this room. And it happened to be the room with all of their purses. And apparently he just didn't come out of the room and they went in. He jumped out the window with like, he'd emptied out everyone's purse and just jumped out the bedroom window. I do window. like the, the idea that like she's associating Elsa with a male stripper in 1988. At a three-year-old's bachelor party. At a three-year-old's bachelor party. Yeah, that's what I just said. Yeah, a three-year-old's at birthday a three-year-old, party. It's like, they're like criminals. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. She's like, you never know. I'm going to do everyone a solid. I love that. I just love that. And no, like, no. No buts about it. Like, no. so, like, like she opens up the door from the bathroom and she's like, are you done? <laughs> it's for the good of everybody. 
I don't mind it. No, that's hilarious. I sleep safe at night knowing I sleep safe at night knowing that knowing Alice Elsa is out didn't there. rob you blind. Yeah, and Elsa didn't get away with anything she shouldn't have. Thanks to Allison Martinez. That's very funny. Hysterical, dude. I will Where never let her live that down. That's hilarious. So funny. Well, you we were talking about just like the mystery that is Ballhead somehow yes. making it past a second night. I think he's fun. There's a lot of guys that are not nearly as fun right. as him. You're more positive. You know what one thing I thought was funny was when the, at the start of this episode where they were talking about because they didn't have a rose ceremony, yeah. there were too many guys to beds and some guys just straight up didn't have beds to sleep in. They were sleeping outside how on you, pillows. How do you think they decided that? Like what guy was just like, you know, there's some guys who was like, oh, I got a fucking bed right no, here. You know, no, no, no. You know, the guy was like upstairs left mine. But he, like he runs yeah. up and throws his bag on the bed. And, and there's like, just oh. some guy who's like, ah, whatever. Like some dudes just probably didn't sleep at all it reminded me of when i went on trips when i was like 21 years old and mm-hmm. there's like 10 of us going to tahoe and you're just like sleeping on random benches and like you're tired and there's someone and who just manages to get the bed every time because there's always some guy that runs in first and he throws while you're kind of helping everyone unload the trailer he ran into the master and threw his shit on there yeah and he's just like that guy he's that guy I wonder who we, as the show goes on, we should, we should just take guesses at who didn't sleep in a bed that's still like there. We should be like, oh, he got, he got like a, he's a bed guy he's or, a bed or guy. He, he was a no bed guy. Yeah. Do you think Chris was a bed guy? Chris was definitely a bed guy. Chris went in and before anyone even got into the house, he had already hung up all his clothes on hangers and put his candles out around the tub what i loved though this was a little thing i loved was at the end when he was calling them all out for talking yes for doing that they were all sitting down and he was standing and they were all sitting with like they were sitting with like their knees pressed together and like hands like like little schoolboys. just when he came back in yeah when he came back in and he was like so you guys which one of you which one of you went and talked to her because i i know she didn't ask you Starting, me and Jess were talking about this. They go like this. They raise their hands like they're straight in school. He put them all in up, school. Straight up. I was like, yo. <laughs> and he was walking through going, hey, you, come with me. Come hey, with you, me. come with me. It's Dude, important. Straight up. I was so like. So funny. It was hysterical. It was bizarre. If if someone would have told me, hey, come with me. We're talking. I'd been like, no. Well, because earlier they're like, you're being patronizing. Like, da, da, da. And it's like, well, you're falling in line. Like, th- he was straight... You walk into a, like, if someone were to walk in that, like, there are different personalities there. And every single one of the, any one of those dudes could have been like, no. If they all, uh, uh, sure. They were all just like, okay. And just like walked into the room and sat down while he stood up. And they were all just like, they raised their hand. Like, are you kidding? And then who were the real badasses? The girls. The girls came in and said, didn't we kick your ass out? And then with the smart dude, the, the guy with some self-preservation instincts was like, well, that's all there is to say. <laughs> he was like, get out. It was Nate, wasn't it? Didn't Nate stand up? I don't think it was Nate. I don't. I thought it was the dude with the tats. Wait, what? Maybe we're thinking of two different people then. I thought I saw Nate stand up and was like, 
the girls asked you to go it's time to go like he kind of stood up for the ladies that might someone was like someone who is someone <laughs> i forget his name but someone who he had brought over to sit down and he was like we're gonna get a talking like to he, we wanted out that the moment they said that he goes well what else is there to say yeah <laughs> Time to go. That's your cue, buddy. It was like a total save by the bell. And the girls came in hot on that they one. They were ready to go. Oh my God. They were like, they were, yeah. There was. I loved how they probably were like talking to someone and then they just overheard the voice and they're like, didn't we kick his ass out of here? And they just went right back over there. Storm. Like, didn't we tell you the microphones like falling out of their ears? And you know what was funny? Do you remember what Chris did? Mm. He goes, oh shit. Because I think he didn't expect Literally. them to be close. He probably thought they'd be like across the house, like, like doing something else being filmed. Yeah. And so then he's like, ah, shit. All right. I, I know. I know. I, know. I got to go. I got to go. That was so funny to me. <laughs> he didn't like stand up and fight and go, no, I needed a word with these guys. You know, he's coming in so hot on the for beach. men tell all. Oh, you think he's going to touch sand? You think that? No, in the men tell all. No, but do you think he's going to touch sand? Possibly. Or is he too unhinged? He might be too unhinged. I mean, there's like a... There's a little look in his eye where like he looked like he would like... And remember, he's like, nice to meet you guys. Yeah. Like he hadn't even talked to them yet. But even during like, even during when he was, when, when he was, in my opinion, just saying things that are better kept to himself. <laughs> yes. Just no one needed to know that. No and one And you could do it on that. your own time without telling anyone you were going to do that. Especially if you've seen the show, which he clearly had. It was like, I mean, what the are fact you... that you even felt that way and you came on the show is mind-boggling Mind -bog i mean but we always that. have someone like that but yeah. it's just like if you have this all sussed out why don't you have it figured out to like go with that's second. info that's that's info you just keep until you until you feel like you're ready to talk in his words when he's on his own time i want to go on very the show confused. i want to go on the show just so i can understand why people incriminate themselves so early on in the process like I want to feel it. I want to feel what it's like to be in that situation, so that I can I can understand why these people number one ruin their shot at getting far because they say shit that incriminates them, but then also incriminates them to America. So I'm like, I gotta understand why these people do this. Okay, what did you, I? I am the same. I mean, this is one of our biggest conversations. It's, it's always every like, time. It's like, why, why would you say that? What compelled you? It's so easy to just not say the most incriminating shit ever okay let me ask do you know chris was also the dude when they gave the one-on-ones and he was like i just want to say um you know there's some of us here who know where we stand with these women and he was like basically being like there are some like people who weren't selected know yeah. their standing and know that they're good and solid and the yes. people going on the one-on-ones are the ones who were like walking on a razor's edge basically yes. like I oh yes when yeah 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 because he was like everyone else was sad that they weren't on the date and he goes I know that means I'm good yeah I I mean that was that the group was, date because he didn't get involved in the group date loved that I loved that and I then everyone that was, looked at him just like what that what was so say? I laughed out loud that was that. actually a really funny comment because <laughs> it was so cocky and he and he literally was just like I know I'm good so I, I feel bad for you guys because obviously she's not sure about you guys I love that's what I'm talking about so rude dude so rude it was way to just like shit on this moment brutal they were excited and then he just goes you're nothing i bet you he's such a mad shit talker in sports of all the like when they're like so how do you guys feel about these group dates 
I yeah. like because you know it's being prompted. Hundred percent. What a response. I'm good. Feel bad for you guys, but have fun. <laughs> I'm honestly bummed that he got. I'm bummed that he got figured out so fast. Yeah. I wish that's someone I wish was on for another at least just for the just for the, the entertainment. entertainment factor. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I do love that he's just like he's never met the girls and he's talking about fantasy suites like what a wild that'd be like that'd be like going on tinder reading someone's description and being like i don't think they'd make a good um parent and you're like you haven't even talked to them just yet. The how do you know if they're gonna raise children the simple right? the simple like how calculated he was being about like the direction of the show and like the strategy going into these things. Like just the, like, if you're thinking about all of this, you need to like get there and you've clearly seen the show, but also like you obviously weren't paying attention enough to know that like anyone who opens their mouth about that, like even, even when you're a week away, like you just don't, you don't talk about it. And if but hey, you he's, do, a, he's a boss. I talk about pretty it. much, but also pretty much. I've never I, heard that. I before. have to say, I do not. Well, now you have. I also <laughs> have you're to welcome. say, you're welcome. Uh, you would be on the group, Nate. Um, I don't like that the other guys were like. I I just I don't like the she needs to know this. Yeah. I would have just been like, dude, you guys, like, let him bury himself. Okay. So you're a little bit more like, let him incriminate himself. We don't need to be, we don't need to tie our name to this. Well, I also, like, going back to what we were saying earlier, Nate was the only person who was like, what you're doing is toxic and problematic just in terms of, like, male-female relationships. Sure, sure. They were like, we're offended that you're talking down to us. So to get you back, instead of confronting you to your face... We're going to go soil your name to her uh-huh. and tell her that you're talking about this, even though when they were like, okay, you're creating an ultimatum situation. When do you plan on telling her that about this? And he was like, that's none of your fucking business. And I'm going to tell her on my own due time. I don't like that. They're like, let me go run to them. Because the other thing is then is they don't, they don't consider you romantic. The moment you do that, you're off we the table. We talk about that every time, which you're is... You're off the table. As if a, as you're a, the person that rats the other person out, you are looked at as a tattletale in their minds and they'll never take you it seriously. Have, it's it exactly, is weirdly That's my the thing. Case. It's you're immediately friend zoning yourself. Because that's what you're doing. You're like... If you're confident as like a potential suitor, like you're more into your connection with the person than you are into other people's. Yeah. And this comes into like, in I mean, this comes into like masculine, masculine culture, whatever the fuck, I don't know what the term would be, but it's just, it is just a thing of like, if you have enough confidence in yourself for that, like you're not going to go out of your way to trash talk somebody behind their back to the person that you're all like competing for. Mm. You'll just let them let them make a fool of themselves because the truth will reveal itself and you just do your own thing, mind your own business and let this shit land however it lands. But like, I wouldn't see him and feel like overly threatened by Chris. I'd be like, Chris is crazy. Like Chris will cause a problem. Just give him a week or two. Follow. I mean, his comment, like this is all following the comment of like, I feel bad for you guys. Now, the one thing I will say is that, uh, if you keep him around, there are two options. One good, one bad. Okay, go. The bad one 
he starts talking shit about you, which we've seen. We've seen villains get to other people before they can get to, and mm-hmm. they get them kicked off. So Chris could pull, uh, I'm sensing a revolt against me. I'm going to be the first one to talk to the girls about those guys so that now it's my word. Because we've seen this before. The, the classic good villain move is to talk shit on someone before they can talk shit on you so that when they talk shit on you, it just sounds like you guys are bickering as opposed to out of the clouds, you get called out, then you look like the bad guy. But if you'd get first, then they confront them and now it's the you versus you. Mm-hmm. So here's, now here's, that's so that's bad if you keep them on. The, the good side of keeping them on is that they can take your place in getting kicked off. One more body kept around that you know isn't going to go far is one more body that isn't you getting kicked off. See, this is why... <clears throat> for those touching sand call us i think we got some good strategy we have some great strats we have some great strats like don't go out of your way to get the guys kicked off that aren't threatening no go no. out of your way to get the ones that are actually are threatening recognize off. they're not threatening and just Week let two, them be don't be ratting people out no save it don't don't make yourself stand out that way yeah that's my issue. That's my qualm with what had happened. Otherwise, you know, I'm not team Chris. I'm just, that was my, uh, cause Chris, I mean, the Chris big would have gotten himself kicked off easily. 1000% given and him, he hadn't honestly, even met him yet. And honestly, it's tired. That, that storyline is just tired and played out to me. Of, like, I'm sick I care of for people, you so much that I'm, I'm sick of you. people coming on this show and just feeling like they're fucking entitled to change the rules. They're the, they're the, uh, the knight in shining armor. Yeah, I'm not about it. How do you feel about the show in general? Parting words. Episode, For this ep? episode two. No, I'm no, no. I'm all, saying, I'm saying, like oh. we've done two episodes. Yeah. How are you feeling about this new direction? This I'm ex- vibe. I honestly, I kind of like it because the I'm tension is like the tension's really growing. It's just fun because it's different. It's new. I think it's going to be. An no, I mean, it's, take. it's making it like it doesn't. It feels familiar without being the same old thing. We don't know what's going to happen. Actually, we have I an think idea. That's the thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like before, you can if there's only one person, you can like. Well, there's two outcomes, or there's Especially three. Especially you know? the early episodes. But when you're like, like, dude, we don't know. We have no idea what's around the bend. Crazy. Oh, okay. Well, here's to another week with Ballhead. Ballhead still in. I hope the Ballhead stays a while because I like <laughs> ball. I like saying it. I do like saying it too, but I won't ever. I won't let Ballhead die. I hope he's like the pizza guy, the Pizza Pete or whatever it was, where it's like everything's about pizza. I hope he's just the guy, that guy now. He's like every, at some point he goes home, but like at least it was always about like meatball subs. I hope that I eat my shoe and he reveals something that makes me just like, like him. Should we eat meatball subs next week? Yeah. Should we order some? Yeah. All right. Meatball subs for dinner during the episode. All right. And let's have an update about this, uh, uh, magician Rory. Let me, let me reach out to my contacts. Okay. Call your people. Talk to your people. I'll talk to my people. Talk to my management. All right. Get on the underground. Call the underground. Figure it out. Call the people. We love you guys. Have an amazing weekend. Um, we will be back next week to discuss episode three. We love you. Broads forever. Broads for life. Appreciate Broads for you. always. Any, any parting words? No, but I want to give a shout out to those broads who made all those Grateful Dead iteration t-shirts for that us That was again. awesome. Because I wore that the other day and got so many fucking really? compliments yeah that's awesome and i was like so psyched to be like dude like fans made this like people who listen to our podcast like made this i was like dude this is it's such a like 
I love wearing that shirt. No joke, you guys. We use 95% of the stuff you guys sent. For real. Like, I got trunks. I got shorts. I got shirts. I got jewelry. I got... We got all sorts of cool handmade that stuff that's around soap? the studio. Like, the you soap. Remember, you were the triangular yes. soap company? High I end, blasted through those. Blasted through. Like, honestly, you guys, it's no joke when I say, like, we use this. There's not, there is not a pile of your guys' stuff here. It's being used constantly if by any us. Of you have a and we'll vape, fight over it sometimes. If any of you have, like, a tropical fruit-flavored vape company, Evan would really like if you said one. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Do you remember the hand sanitizer one? The, like, that yeah, it I smelled, like, I got it smelled like sex? That's what we kept saying. I got them over here. So funny. Awesome. You guys You guys make amazing stuff. Please send. We're going to do Let's some more plugs. More. We're going to do some more plugs coming up soon. Love you guys. Love you guys. Chat soon. <laughs>